Hello and welcome to IdeaGen TV. Today we are so honored to have with us Annette Frankie, the Chair of Board of Directors for AARP. Annette, welcome. Thank you, John, and thank you to IdeaGen for this opportunity to speak on an issue that I care deeply about, gender equality. The pursuit of the UN Sustainable Development Goal on gender equality should inform and shape our pursuit of all of the other goals. Gender equality is not only a matter of basic fairness, it is also a catalyst for economic growth, for building a hopeful future for all coming generations. Achieving gender equality will require determined, sustained action across many fronts. The law, national policies, organizational commitment, and individual involvement. For me, as a financial executive, it all begins with data and the picture is not what we would like it to be. As AARP works at the UN and elsewhere on the sustainable development goals, we see inadequate age and gender disaggregated data. This can present a challenge in defining and implementing significant goals. As an example, data collection often excludes women age 50 and above, although they account for 24% of the world's women. This can present a skewed view of areas such as violence and abuse, as surveys are usually limited to women age 15 to 49. We know that violence and abuse persist over time and show how far we are from gender equality. So too does the lopsided financial picture we see across gender lines. We know that a central aspect of gender inequality is the longstanding disparity in earnings and financial security. In the US, according to the American Association of University Women, women working full-time earn 82% of what men earn. The pay divide is widest for women in the peak earning years of 55 to 64. And the progress is slow. At the current rate, it would take until 2093 to reach pay equity, several generations. Why is that so? In a report issued a few years ago, AARP's Public Policy Institute noted, there is no single cause for the gender wage gap. Discrimination, lower earnings and occupations performed mainly by women, or in the sectors of industry in which women primarily work, women's greater likelihood than men to reduce their time in paid work because of family care responsibilities, and women's choice of type of career preparation or higher education majors all play a role. The report found that discrimination and occupational and sector segregation are the biggest contributors to the gap. In order to fix this, structural changes need to happen and we all need to do our part. As an example, at this time, 60% of America's unpaid family caregivers are women and nearly half of these women need to leave the workforce. Recognizing this, at AARP, we added six weeks to our parental leave policy, and we offer 80 hours a year for caregiving. At AARP, we are working for gender equality in many other ways, including our research into caregiving and other women-specific issues, our employee benefits, and the number of women in leadership positions. I chair AARP's board, which is comprised mostly of women. This is a huge departure from most other boards, despite significant improvements elsewhere in the last few years. 65% of our current workforce, 54% of our leadership positions, and 60% of our executive leadership positions are women, including our CEO, Joanne Jenkins. 
This again is not the norm. It certainly is not in the financial industry where I have spent most of my career. But increasing the number of women in our workforce is just the start. In order to truly make a difference, the infrastructure and the environment need to change. It is up to all of us and it needs to start early. While AARP's members are 50 plus, we understand the need to address the roots of gender inequality. And that means addressing the status, the life circumstances, the dreams, and the self-appraisal of girls as well as women. I grew up in Puerto Rico in a predominantly female family. I have one sister and my mom is one of five sisters. But the outcome for me and my sister was far different than that of my mom and her sisters. And there are a few reasons for that, which I would like to share with you. For one, my mom focused very strongly on education, even though none of the women in her family went to college. It was absolutely non-negotiable. As a result, my sister and I both pursued graduate degrees, she completing a PhD in her mid forties. Within education, I quickly learned the importance of financial literacy as a strong foundation of financial security in your future and of your ability to remain independent. I also think it is critically important to speak up, to try to overcome fear, to make sure your voice is heard, to ask for what you want. I was pretty shy as a child, but I feel I benefited greatly from going to an all-girls Catholic school. I truly believe that being among girls only during high school allowed me to more fully express my views without worrying about whether a boy would like what I said or not. This experience gave me confidence that I was able to use later in my career in an industry, finance, where there are so many more men than women, especially at a senior level. Being unafraid to speak up is one vital lesson I've learned and try to pass on to girls and to women. Ask for what you want. The final piece of advice I'll dispense here is the value of taking care of your bodies and minds on a consistent basis. I was never very sporty, but always have found ways to stay active, dancing, running, biking, or hiking. And I do this as much for what it does for my body as for what it does for my mind. It has helped me overcome difficult situations throughout my entire life. It is always a good time to focus on the subject of gender equality, but especially fitting now as we reflect upon the life and legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg a brilliant and brave lawyer and jurist who imagined a world in which women would be seen as equal to men and who did so much to fulfill that vision. She studied tirelessly, spoke up, exercised until her last breath and never gave up. There is so much that remains to be done and so many avenues to carry on the work of gender equality. Thank you again to IdeaGen for this platform to discuss this critical issue. I hope we can do many important things together.